Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, someone better than Dave Koch, someone better than Pachinetti, who doesn't even exist anymore, Chuck Fitzgerald. And along with me tonight are three of our fantastic rotating commentators who for some reason will not stop spinning in their chairs. From, what does he say, the bad part of New Jersey? Is there a good part of New Jersey? Every part is good. I don't think so. We have Joe Quattrochi. Scotland is part of Great Britain. That's fantastic. So we've moved on from Florida counties to Great Britain. Uh, the man who taught us that Scotland is part of Great Britain, Great Britain, Stephen Maxwell. By idiots who just don't know their geography. Yes, sir, you are. <laughs> Listen, there's something to be said about geography in different countries that just isn't taught in the American school system. And speaking of b- about things that are not taught in the American school system, the man, the myth, and the legend, Kyle Ostrander. If you see a robbery at Apple Store, are you an eyewitness? Mm. I bet you didn't miss those, everybody. Waka, waka, waka. Oh, boy. I don't know how we could follow that up, and I don't know that I want to. But you know what would make a great aftertaste to that is some Joffrey's coffee. Coffee. Mm. <laughs> so let's take a minute while we hear from our sponsors. Who wants to go on an adventure? I know I do. If you do too, head on over to joffreys.com and get their newest coffee, Artifact Blend. This coffee was inspired by Tiffin's restaurant over at the Animal Kingdom. This coffee has the world's oldest blend of Ethiopian and spicy java beans. It has intense aroma balanced with fruit and floral notes. Ladies and gentlemen, I went on an adventure this morning and it kept me going all day long. If you're ready for an adventure, head on over to joffreys.com and 
get their newest coffee. Artifact. This is the only time you're going to hear Pat for the next three months, by the way. Who? Exactly. Joffrey's. Joffrey's. It's good coffee. Like Joffrey's is amazing. It is. <laughs> it is. Good it really is. Yeah. It's, I like Joffrey's <laughs> a whole lot. We're, we're not mocking Joffrey's. We're, no, mo- we're not. mocking Pat, who mocking uh, Pat. may yes. may or may not exist anymore. Joffrey's is the greatest thing on the face of the planet. It Actually, it, Pat. Pat, I think's doing it right. He uh, he's the only one of us right now that is in any way, shape, or form doing something Disney related, and he is on a Disney cruise. Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, what? That's the horn. Oh. Hong Kong. Mm. Dave's not here with our high tech sound equipment, so <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to settle for Kyle on that one. So, gentlemen. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to respond to Kyle sometimes, so I just, I don't make eye contact. It, it makes life easier. Um, oh boy, oh boy. All right. So tonight's show, Disney does a lot of things, and they do a lot of things well. But anytime that we go down, there's always going to be something that we can think of that that Disney is missing. So we're going to put on our Imagineering hats, and we're going to create something that Disney does not have in terms of a guest offering. Um, I'm not looking for topics and or suggestions in this that says a cheaper hotel. I'm not looking for suggestions and cheaper tickets. But what guest amenities, whether that be a park, whether that be um, a different type of hotel, different types of restaurant, do you want to see? In Walt Disney World. Any questions? Nope. That noise you heard was Kyle. We got Papa and Rock. his camera. New pictures, new pictures. So, with that being said, yeah, no pictures, please. <laughs> the, actually, Kyle, how much is the Kyle uh, Ostrander photo pass? <laughs> uh, 735. 735. Yes. A little bit out, out of my price range. Anyways, mm-hmm. so what do you think Disney needs? Let's start with Kyle. Oh, go for me first. All right. <clears throat> I think Disney needs something for the the special needs community. Yes, they got, they got DAC, which is amazing. I love it. But I think something along the lines of like a like the child care center, the first aid center, maybe like a special needs building kind of deal, or something like that. Where call call it a sensory building, you know, you got a special needs child, autistic child who's who's uh, got a little too much going on. Take him in there, you know. Um, I know. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to word this so as not to offend anybody. But I think, um, I think it's too late for that. I think let me see here. anybody that's listened to that will be offended anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So just go ahead. I know. If they've made it to this point in the podcast, yeah, they're offended. Right. Um, or at least they're aware that we're going to offend them. Like, I know for, uh, I, use, I use my child, for example. It gets a little too uh, sensory overload. It needs to calm down a little bit. So we'll take, we'll, um... So for the sensory, this like sensory room they need or sensory building they got, we can take them in there. Dark, dark, uh, li- less light. 
um, just just a soothing area so they can calm down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when the child soothes, the child's calmed down, the family soothes down. Therefore, they can enjoy the rest of their vacation. That's all I got right there. Hey, Kyle, that, that's actually a great idea um, because uh, Jen and I have a friend, a mutual friend. Um, his name is Julian Maha. He has a nonprofit called CultureCity.org. And what his nonprofit does is that he works with um, NBA, NFL, NHL arenas, and stadiums to provide um, sensory places for uh, kids or people with autism really? if they need a place to go to. Um, they, if there aren't rooms available, they will provide um, – sensory bags uh, at guest services and have staff trained to help if uh, a child is at an event and needs a place to go and um, you know if the parents need assistance the guest services is trained to do it um, he's actually um, we know a little bit about his uh, nonprofit. it's at no uh, cost to um, uh, to these NBA stadiums and arenas I know they started um, with a little bit about his backstory they started in Cleveland at Quicken Loans Arena I know they're at the Prudential Center in uh, Newark with the Devils. Uh, they put the NFL Pro Bowl in Orlando. I know they're working with NASCAR to get some of those uh, same rooms available at some of the racetracks. Um, so it, these things do exist. It's a fantastic program that he does, um, especially like I said, you have uh, a child that has some of those needs. So I, I, I can't relate to that, but I've seen the benefits through his project. Uh, and actually just recently, I just sent him an article a couple of days ago. Uh, I believe Sesame Place in yes. Pennsylvania just mm-hmm. came out with, I think they're one of the first parks to, I think, have some dedicated space. So um, right. I think this is something that you're going to see. I know in the sports area, it's definitely beginning to pick up uh, some steam. And I think that you're going to see this more and more, especially Disney is trying to always be hospitable or try to be, you know, helping with, you know, people with special needs. And I think this is going to be the next level where, you know, parents can take their children or if even adults need to go to a place to decompress like i don't know a lot about that so pardon my ignorance but i've seen these in like sports stadiums and i think they're they're great and i think that's it's gonna be interesting to see how sesame place works out um but yeah i definitely kyle i think this is something that i think you've hit the nail on the head that this is something that you know there should at least be you know one spot in every park where they could take a child to somewhere to, you know, it doesn't have to even be like a child care, so just like a quiet place, you know, right. with, with, with resources and stuff like that. So, um, and if anybody's interested, culturecity.org, he's a, a friend of ours. Uh, he's a doctor. Him and his wife, Michelle, do great things. Uh, and it's a nonprofit. It's good stuff. So, put them in the side notes or some kind of link. That sounds amazing. Um, first off, I got, I got to say this Disney is amazing, 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 amazing for special needs. Um, they're very, they're very. Um, what's that word? I can't think of right now. Accommodating, accommodating, accommodating right now to, to any special needs kind of family, right? But uh, yeah, Sesame Place. Um, supposedly it's been around for years, but now they got more training. The staff, the their cast members, got more training, more uh, accommodation for special needs. I'm not saying I'm not saying Disney World does a bad job, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe dedicate some uh, special needs cast members. Maybe, no, I, I like, think a, you're a 100% special needs right. Place. Like, like I said, the, uh, the child care center is amazing. I've been there before. Um, you know, if it gets too hot, it gets too, a little too loud, a little too, uh, a little too sensory overload, would take my, my kid, Jake, into that area to calm down. But there's, if you got a special needs child, there's so much more to that. There's so much more. Than just a quiet place. Um, 
you know, maybe some more kind of special, like if you've got sensory overload, just again, a dark, mm-hmm. a dark, a nice light, less light area, less noise, calm down. Or if a kid's not, um, uh, I can't think of the word right now, and not enough sensory, he needs an extra playtime, the extra thing to get uh, revved up for the family, revved up so the family, the, the trip can go well, a place to go to. And plus, just having the extra cast members, the cast members trained, trained and in this uh, I think area. In fact, there's more and more people getting diagnosed with out. this sort of thing, and obviously caught early. It does... I'm not. I'm never. I would never ever say anything bad, but it does detract from families wanting to try and go to Disney, you know, because obviously it will be high intensity. It is loud noises. It is big, big crowds. But you have somewhere like that that they know that they can actually go to and take a step out, and you know, the kids can still enjoy, you know, everything that everybody else is is there for, and right, just chill out. You know, because it may only take what, half an hour to an hour to actually step out and actually, you know, just, I'm just saying calm themselves down, but sort of, you know, bring themselves back down from a level, you know. That's right, that's the right word. back out that's right. and enjoy the rest of the day. And maybe even do that a couple of times, you know, a day when you're, you're there. I got I got to tell people, you know, if, if if your special needs child is calm and have a good time, the, the rest of the family's having a good time. You know, so I, I think that one. Stephen made a good point. Um, this is becoming more and more prevalent because we're getting better. Not we. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I just play one on TV. Um, <laughs> are getting better at uh, diagnosing this. So this is something that I could really see Disney taking the reins with and being an industry leader, as if they're not already. Um, going forward, and I really think that's something that Disney can do without a lot of overhead. If they need a space, there's plenty of it at Epcot. Mm-hmm. A lot of empty buildings over there. Yes, there is. All right, so, Stephen, what do you think that Disney needs? This is probably something that's never, ever going to happen at Disney. But I feel as if, when we were over the last time, you forget things when you you go on holiday, so you're not going to get everything mm-hmm. in your bag, or if something breaks, you're never ever going to be able to maybe go on. So, you know, the whole idea of Disney is that they want to try and keep you on site. You know, so the more immunities that they have, and the, the more sort of shops and things that they have there, all the better. Uh, I think that they should maybe buy in with a, a supermarket chain of some sort, you know, like Target or something. It's, yeah, yeah. Like Publix? And either put yes. it down to Disney or somewhere on site that you can actually go to because I know obviously there's there's several places that you can get like groceries delivered to your, your hotel, but they're all off site. I know obviously they want to try and get everything so that it's going through restaurants and, you know, you buy stuff, but... <laughs> There will still be a premium for this service being there, but you can go to a supermarket of some sort and pick up your day-to-day amenities rather than being forced off-site, you know, and which they don't want to do because they want to you, you stay in the bubble, spend all your money there, and you're not thinking about outside. You know, electronics as well, you know, uh, like 
I know obviously they've got hair dryers, but I mean, you know, with the different uh, voltages from here in the UK to go to America, I mean, there's 1.3 million Brits go to, to Florida every year. Not everybody stays in Disney, but a, a pretty high proportion of them do. It says, so if you forget, with me being follically challenged, maybe a pair of straighteners, <laughs> or <laughs> I know you get hair dryers <laughs> in the room and stuff like that, but stuff like that, if you go there, the voltage is different, you know, you can't use it, and it, you're thinking, this is, well, where do I get these things? You have to go to a mall, you have to go off-site, whereas if I've got something on-site, you can go there, pick it up, and then be back within, what, an hour, uh, and then carry on your day. I just think, going to the, the, the wee shop in the resort, you know, to pick up, you know, crisps or chips, as you would call it, or cookies, you know, and drink, maybe know the best thing. If they have somewhere central that you can go to, I think it would be the, a, a good way forward for them. So like a, a supermarket on-site without Disney prices? I'm not saying Disney prices. You know, I'm saying, I'm saying they would, there would be a premium because obviously it is on-site, but not to the same extent as right. it is in your shops. You know, I know, I know obviously you've got downtown Disney, but, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. it is very catered to, you know, the, the tourist. You know, it's not going to give you your, your day-to-day yeah. running sort of stuff. Uh, I mm. doubt it'll ever happen because... They, they would rather just you, you feed up on their restaurants and you know and their, their food courts and everything mm-hmm. like that this is rather obviously going off site and maybe buying food elsewhere I'll, I'll tell you what Stephen I have used um, I know you said you're not super keen on the uh, online stuff and maybe you know you want to browse a little bit but I have used Instacart and Instacart down in Disney actually will link to Publix um, locally within you know outside of Disney Gates and just for an example, it, it was amazing. And I've said this, I think, on a previous show here. Um, Jen and I were sitting at the Polynesian last year. We ran out of beer. And we bring our own beer to the pool. And we're not drinking anything. We're some Coronas, whatever. We ordered, like, two cases of beer and, like, some snacks. Whatever, and we had it delivered within an hour. It was awesome. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. An hour. So, like, it, was, it got delivered right to the uh, – we were at the Quiet Pool to Poly. And it got delivered to um, the Bellhop up front. And uh, we got a text message that was delivered, and it was awesome. I mean, like, you have to have an account and all stuff, but it's real easy. But that is another option as well because it is Publix down there that, that uses Instacart. But uh, definitely um, – I know Guardian Grocery, you have to plan ahead and schedule yeah. your time. But this was, like, literally Instacart within an hour, and it was, like, awesome. This was in September. Uh, can awesome. you Instacart a pub sub? I'm asking for me. I, you know what? I don't, I don't think so, but that would be awesome. A what now? A, a, a pub sub? Like a, a sub? sub. Public oh, sub? sub. Oh, yes. Yeah, you got public great. subs by you, Kyle. They're amazing. That's yes, like, they're amazing. Oh, yeah, they're fantastic. Uh, Chuck, you have Wegmans up by you. So that's, I, I do have close, Wegmans, so which is pretty good. close. Yeah. Um, in fact, right across the street from work, I, I have a Wegmans, so that's where I get lunch most days. But Stephen makes a good point. Disney's amenities when it comes to, hey, I forgot this, are limited. They'll make it work for you, but if Disney can get in a, uh, I don't want to say a big box retailer, but even open up their own world of disney accessories store um (laughs) just outside of downtown disney they're gonna charge a premium as is because it's disney and that's what they do but they're gonna keep people on property they're not gonna lose that that meal ticket for the day 
Um, because when you go out to Publix, you're going to see the sub and be like, oh, I could spend $8 on a foot-long sub that's going to fill me up for <laughs> two del- days. And it's delicious, too. Very good. Or I could spend $8 on nachos. Yeah. And I, so, I, I, I mean, they could put, will Disney, Disney do this? Do this. You know, Disney could actually go in and do it themselves rather than obviously having to go to an outside company, especially mm. if you're if they're doing it in an hour. They certainly have the buying power. Stephen finished talking while I was still drinking. Um, <laughs> what kind of coffee was that you were drinking? Um, uh, uh, Joffrey's. <laughs> Definitely not anything alcoholic. You can't throw me the ad reads like that. I'm I'm not as well versed on the ad reads as Pat is. Ah, sorry. I like Joffrey's. I did get a whole lot of Joffrey's <laughs> sent through to myself by one of my, my colleagues. I don't know if I said this in one of the other podcasts I was, I was on, but uh, he goes quite a lot, and every day he was picking up coffee from uh, his room. So he brought a few back, and he set a whole lot of Joffrey's up to me last week which was very much appreciated of uh, so I've had a couple of them during over the, the last 10 days or so and really really good just takes me right back so Steven's mm-hmm. back in Disney while he's uh, still located in the where Joe? the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland <laughs> there we are <laughs> that, okay we're all learning something tonight yeah yeah last week it was uh, counties in Florida this week British geography Joe, what do you think Disney needs? All right, so I'm going to tread very lightly with this topic because... Oh, Lord. Uh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. It's okay, it's okay. But I don't want people who do have children to take offense to this, but everybody knows my wife and I, we don't have any kids. I would oh, love to see Disney do an adult-only resort. And within that resort, this is why I'm combining two of my ideas, I would love to see Disney have their own microbrewery at this resort where you could do mm-hmm. tastings and like they have their own like flavors that they're brewing. Uh, I think it would just be really cool like to have that incorporated into an adults-only place. Um, I just think it's something that, you know, it's it's the one thing you hear people do talk about, like, oh, I want quiet, I want, you know, this and that. And listen, Disney, I know it's for kids. We under- I understand that. But you could still have that option as well. Um, and I think it would be immensely popular. Um, you know, we have a little more upscale dining. Uh, you know, you have maybe some of the bars open a little bit later, different types of rooms. You know, you could have rooms with the you know, jacuzzi tubs in there, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, splash. No, the, uh, the heart shaped bed. No, we're not, we're not talking Poconos here. We're not talking Poconos <laughs> here. But, you know, what I'm saying? But no, seriously, you could do like, you know, uh, the, like, you know, they have those uh, splash pools for like the, uh, the bungalows and stuff. Mm-hmm. You have those for some of the rooms. I mean, you could do something like that. I think it would be incredibly popular. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it's be something that like, you know, for us couples who don't have, you know, uh, children, you know, it would be, it would be an option. And like, I know when I went on my honeymoon, uh, to Mexico, it was amazing. Like just being an adults only was quiet. We had a good time. You know, you don't have to kind of watch your language, you know, it's, and I know it's Disney. I, I understand <laughs> yeah, that. Because there's something about Splash Mountain that makes me want to <laughs> drop the F-bomb. But you know what? There's, there's nothing. <laughs> there, there, <laughs> Well, we know Kyle would fit in perfectly at this resort, so. <laughs> but I think that's something that, you know, because this was actually a pretty, you know, you brought this topic up. And I thought pretty hard. I'm like, you know, they have everything almost. And I thought about the brewery, and I was like, you know, it'd be great. And then it'd be like, it'd be even mm-hmm. better if it was like an adults-only place. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, I, you know, I complain like, oh, we go to the bars. There's nowhere to sit. You know, there's, there's strollers everywhere. But if you had an adults-only place where it could incorporate this, 
I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, I think there's some places like that on uh, 192. I assume <laughs> you don't like my idea here, Mr. Chuck. So, <laughs> well, no, I I actually think it's a good idea. I don't have kids, so I'd I'd fit right into this. I thought, I thought that was a bit Epcot, boys. But <laughs> I, I I'm I don't have a problem with it. Take the kids to the Epcot. The heat. No, Joe. Here's the deal. I got kids, but how? But but sometimes you know, the wife the wife and I won't go down by ourselves. So. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, no more kids. Let's go to the adult place and drink some beers and absolutely have some fun. You know, screaming. The screaming's over there. We're having fun over here. Absolutely. There you go. So I guess I can drop the f bomb whenever I want. There you go, Kyle. See, (laughs) that's the selling point for Kyle. Is can I drop the f bomb at the shallow pool? I do. I do the Pirates Caribbean all the time. Oh boy. If we yeah. ever have a Mickey Dudes meetup, it would be epic to see Kyle scream the F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be the first and last. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's the end of our YouTube channel. nobody there. Yeah. Oh, man. No, Joe, anyway, I, I think this is I a good idea. I, Disney caters to families. Disney caters to kids. Um, But there is that overlap of, you know, people without kids that enjoy Disney. So I think... Mm-hmm. This is something that could be explored. I, I mean, right now, the, what do they call them, gastropubs are all the rage. They're all over the place. They're popping up on every street corner. Um, why wouldn't Disney be able to get into that market in some way, shape, or form? Um, would be... Uh, I wish Tim was on this show, because he would definitely know about, like local flavors with the brewery incorporating that into the resort and stuff like that, you know, and like say taking your gastropub idea. And Yeah. I, I think that's called food and wine and flower and garden festival. Yeah. But you could have it permanent. You know what I'm saying? You could have a home. I think that's called Epcot. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but you know, but, mm-hmm. but these, but these would be, these would be flavors that Disney's making themselves flower and garden food and wine. They're bringing in breweries from all over Florida, mm-hmm. the U S the world. You know what I'm saying? Like these are actually stuff that, Disney hire brewers and they make it on property specifically for Disney. Now that I would love to see. That's like what I'm saying. Disney beer. That into, yeah, Disney Are they going to bolt yeah. it to the wall like they do with the shampoo? <laughs> uh, well, you know. <laughs> but no, seriously, so like, we all love Joffrey's Coffee, not cause, only because they're a sponsor, because it's served on property and we can take it home with us and it reminds us of like happy times when we're at Disney. Where like Steven just said. Whatever, like, but this could be something too where like, it's and those are Disney flavors. I mean, this could be the same thing where this is like Disney you know, flavors at this resort, at this brewery. I mean, so, and looking around in the Disney podcast community, there's a lot of people that are big into, you know, microbrews and stuff like that. Especially on I, I don't know how much a microbrewery that baseline place is in Hollywood Studios, but... Oh, it's not. I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, obviously... But, what? I like baseline. Yeah. I mean, it was expensive. I spent like $30 for a beer for Dave and myself. Oh, what? In the, the studios. Uh, well, it wasn't $30. I, I think it was studios. probably closer uh, to 20 was, I, I didn't like so, it. Oh. The cues were at the door. Uh, no. If I'm going to carry on with the microbrewery, it has to be something that's you know, palatable. To... Oh. But you like Coors Light, though. What's wrong with Coors Light, Kyle? A whole bunch. There's nothing wrong. There's a whole bunch is wrong with Coors Light. It is the champagne of beers, not to steal anyone that's else's. No, that's that's Miller High Life. Hey, Heather. <laughs> she can't hear you because she's got headphones uh, on. Oh, no, yeah, she, she can't hear you, Kyle. Oh, hey. Hi. You don't like Coors Light. That's, that's just wrong. 
We're going to have to hang on for a second here. Uh-oh. You better do this. You better get... <laughs> Why is the laundry doing this? Why don't you wash the dishes? I do everything around here. No, uh, no she's arguing with Delta right now. Oh. She is a travel agent. She's a travel agent. Yeah, so... And darn good one at that. Hang on. You do not serve Biscoff cookies on this flight. (laughs) Why (laughs) have I Klein not have alcohol on here? You said you can have alcohol (laughs) on here, but there's nothing in there. What what the hell? (laughs) It's water. I swear it's water. Screw you, Delta. All right, so... So, Chuck, what Chuck? Well, hang on. Let's let's count it back down in five, four, three, No, we better put it in there. So, Chuck. Yeah. What would you change about Disney World or add on to Disney World or whatever this topic is we're doing tonight? (laughs) So, we had kind of talked about this before we uh, started recording tonight. Disney does a lot of stuff. Disney caters to everyone, except for the adults-only crowd that Joe wants to go to. uh, I agree. 192 for. (laughs) What we need from Disney is more. We need more hotels. We need one more park. We need another uh, water park. There... The crowds right now at the Disney World are blowing away what was originally planned for when it was opened. You said blowing away. I did. Um, We need more of it. So the market is obviously calling for it. Disney's going to be very gun-shy about this, and it's not going to happen. But I would say Disney needs one new hotel in every category, not just DVC. Enough of this DVC-only crap. Mm. I agree. There's too many. As as a loyal DVC guy, I know Kyle is DVC too. But like, I don't stay DVC all the time. There needs to be another moderate. There needs to be another value. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? I I mean, that's just my opinion. I think there needs to be a a a good variety to choose from. Sorry. And it's not that there's not a bad variety. It's just the availability isn't there right now because everyone is going. I mean, the U.S. economy is doing very well. Um, The stock market not so much right now, but. People are going. People are spending their money. So let's give them another place to spend their money. We don't need a Star Wars hotel that's going to have 45 rooms in it. We need Star Wars movies, but we don't need the Star Wars hotel that's going to have 45 rooms in it. That's not going to make a dent in it. You know where that's going to make a dent? In the Disney pocketbooks. But if they're charging $145 a night, they can absolutely add another value hotel with probably, what, 2,000 rooms and bank all that money. Um, mm-hmm. If you listen to Jim Hill and Len Testa, they're going to talk about how the reason that Disney is showing no availability on hotels is because they can't staff the hotels properly to get them cleaned. Um, that was a Jim Hill rumor from two or three months ago. I believe that. I, <laughs> I, I believe it as well, but I don't know about you guys. When you go to these hotels, are you seeing a lot of empty rooms? I never have a problem getting a room, though. Like, yeah, you know, so I could always grab a room somewhere. I mean, it, unless it's like extremely last minute, but like if you've, I mean, I never have a problem. I mean, I Define know. extremely last minute. Like two days before. Yeah. Even 30 days before right now, you're, I mean, you're going to have trouble. You might not rooms. get exactly what you want. I mean, but, and it depends on what, when you're booking too. If you're booking like marathon weekend or like a, a run Disney weekend, yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. much harder, but. I, this may just go into the way that I travel, not having kids, but I, I have the ability to generally book 30 days out like i can say hey i have this vacation yeah. time let's go i can't really do we, that we right now before if, if i'm not spending 700 dollars a night at uh poly we did it we did it at the poly one night one one year 
Our our vacation got canceled. Our our two our our one week vacation got canceled. So we said, screw it, let's do a long weekend. We mm -hmm. called up. Hey, Polly, can we do a Polly? Yeah, sure. We didn't get what we, like I said. We didn't get exactly what we wanted, but we got we got booked for Polly for You're a long weekend. You're talking to the folk that okay. they're not going to get them cleaned. When we went in October, you know, they were saying, well, do you want your room cleaned, cleaned every day? You know, there was option. I believe they were trying trialing it and giving you options if it was every day or every second day, mm -hmm. yep. and you got a discount or money back or vouchers or, you know. Well, it's yeah. uh, every day or not at all. There's really? no middle ground. It's so every day or not at all. Even the DVC went to every day, didn't they? Um, that's a new addition because of the whole security that someone has to touch your room and go into it every day. Right. With 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 Goofy. Yeah, Goofy's entering your room every day hey, while you're not we're there. We're checking to make sure. Actually, no Goofy's one's entering here. your room and standing in the corner while you sleep, <laughs> just staring at you. I just want to know why. So <laughs> I just want to know, Disney. I'm kind of mad at you right now. I was staying at uh, Beach Club, and down to the left. Yeah, down to the left. They were, they were smoking marijuana. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, I. So I think we can go down that road. And that'll be a different show topic about how Disney needs to kind of, you know what, I'm not even going to say Disney needs to step up enforcement because they don't employ cops. Security guards don't have the same authority as cops. So what are they going to do? Sir, stop that. It's, David, I, you're smoking David, the devil's lettuce. They have Orange County Sheriff's Department all over. They have like three substations on, on property. So there's plenty of sheriff's deputies that are there. So if they really wanted to, they could. But that's if a, they wanted to, a, but they're not going to take. They're not going to kick someone off who's spending six hundred dollars a night I, on I a hotel room. I apologize. Dave, cut this part out. I'm drunk. Just <laughs> Dave, we'll, uh, we'll we're going to discuss cut. that further after cut. we stop recording. Um, so Disney Five, needs four, more. Ho three, no, I got two, it. Disney one. needs more hotel rooms, but Disney also needs more places to put these people when they're not in their hotels. If they're going to increase capacity in beds and heads, they need to increase park capacity in some way, shape, or form. And the only way they're going to actually be able to do that is let's add an actual fifth gate. I'm not talking Disney Springs because that's not a fifth gate. I agree. No. Um, we need an, a, a new park. Um, we saw what Pandora did for Animal Kingdom. I kind of shudder to think of what Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to do to Hollywood Studios. You, you're not going to be able to go into Hollywood Studios ever anymore. And if you make it in, you're waiting in line for 10 hours to get into Galaxy's Edge. But they, these people need to go somewhere. You have pretty much 99% capacity or occupancy rates um, at the hotels. Now, that doesn't include DVC because that's factored in a little bit differently. But you have very high occupancy rate at most of the hotels. You have very high capacity at most of the parks. And you have very high wait times. People are waiting three, four hours for attractions because there's no other option. So let's give people another option. I mean, this is going to cost Disney some money, so they're not going to like me for this one. But they need to actually spend some money, don't phone it in, put in a fifth gate, and make it something that people want to do. It, You know what? I said earlier it could be a fifth gate, it could be a water park. Make it either one of the two. I think the fifth gate will eat more people than a water park. Um, but let's, let's give people options here. There's... 
a lot of unused land, and, and that's great because, you know, it preserves Florida, yada, yada, da. But let's give them an option of where to go. Let's do a fifth gate, not Disney Springs. Dave, it's still not a fifth gate. What it's are you guys' thoughts on that? Negative. No, I 100%, I 100% agree that, first of all, Disney Springs is not a fifth gate. No. <laughs> not even close. Um, I definitely agree that we definitely need somewhere to put these people. As of when we recorded this show, it's uh, April 8th. Not to give away back behind the scenes, but uh, other vloggers and bloggers out there who've been putting out, you know, reports of what the lines were this past week were absolutely incredible how packed the parks were this week. You know, it could be because of reduced capacity with, you know, staffing, like, uh, you know, Len Testa said in some other episodes, or just the over number of people being there. But, like, unbelievable how packed these parks are. I mean, I just got claustrophobic looking at these photos and videos online. A fifth gate would definitely, like I said, I know they haven't even finished Star Wars Land. They haven't even finished Toy Story Land yet. But there definitely needs to be something. I would like to see something like a Universal Islands of Adventure type of park where you're going to get more of the roller coasters that will a, more attract to the... Attract the adult-only crowd? For more no, thrill no, no, rides. Oh, no, Chuck. Attract the teens. Yeah, that, the that's, the one, that, that's the one thing Universal has over Disney. They have a little bit more of those thrill rides. I mean, I know Disney has Rock and Roller Coaster, and I know they have Expedition Everest, but to get more of like that steel coaster, not turn into a Six Flags, but have more of the thrill attractions. Like, if you had that, that would definitely bite into Universal's, you know, sharehold on certain market things. share, yeah, market share exactly. And I think when you build those kind of attractions, you could put those up a lot faster than a completely immersive theme. Well, they're out of the box, but uh, exactly that's a thing that Disney separates themselves with. They do complete immersion when it comes to theming. I mean, the Rock and Roller Coaster ride is an out of the box roller coaster. It just so happens to be inside, but it's the theming that Disney did that made it take so long to open up. True. They really have to have a, a big roller coaster, you know, within Disney World. They've got, I was looking at California Screaming, you know, over in DCA, and it, it, it is a proper, like, roller coaster. And I was thinking, I said, well, what have they got? This is, well, this is an old space mountain, which is okay. I wouldn't say it's a, a massive roller coaster. You know, they've got rock and roller coaster as well. You know, no, but it needs people. I mean, it's yeah. more, that's more nostalgic, Stephen, right? I mean, like Space Mountain, yeah, compared to like a, you know, a California uh, Screamer or whatever. It's I mean, it's, be a, now. it's a huge, huge, big roller coaster there, and it's something that they've not got, you know, in Disney, in Florida, and it, it, it's to bring. I know Disney is more a, a family-friendly sort of thing, and they don't want to go down maybe the same route as Universal, but I just feel as if they're missing a trick. And maybe if they are doing to do a fifth gate, it will be something like that. It will be a bigger roller coaster, adult-themed, as we were discussing earlier on. So you've got four mm. parks there already that caters to everybody. You know, family, everything. You you need a park that folk can split up. They don't have to be with their kids all the time. You know, I mean, like. Like teenagers, they can go away with one of the parents and go and hit this other, uh, this other fifth gate. You know, they can do stuff like that. And we're talking about the heads on beds sort of thing. I mean, obviously it was ten years ago when the big crash came, and they just stopped building. I think they've taken the, their eye off the ball there as well. Uh, they've not kept up with the crowd levels that have happened over. 
even the last two or three years. Oh, no, not at all. They, they, they're they loving this, though, because they're making money hand over fist. Hey, Steven, Im- imagine um, if you had that park that we're talking about, right? Like, you know, more of a you know, roller coaster themed, you know, area. The amount of people that that would eat up when you have all these cheerleading groups, these dance groups, these uh, peewee football, like playoffs, like yep. that park would eat up all of those like teenage groups. And it would like it would level out some of the other crowds in the Magic Kingdom or in Epcot or wherever. Um, it would definitely like absorb a lot of those crowds. I mean, because you know you get these high school, you know, cheerleading groups or dance groups, or whatever. They want to go ride roller coasters, and that they would go and just. I mean, the board rides just so. know that you can't get on if you're a certain height. You know, unless you're a certain height, you got rides there. You know, like Pand- over at Pandora. You know, you can't go in these rides unless. Yeah, a specific demeanor. You know, they're doing it already. It's just that they're putting it in with other other rides. But, you know, there's always going to be something that somebody can't ride. And if you maybe go single parents, right. an idea. if you go with a kid that is smaller, it's, and I know you've got, like, child swap, but the same way, are you going to leave the child there and go on to the ride yourself? No, you're not. Yeah. Why not? Charles yeah, Walt. Ch- Charles Walt I mean, with who? Nah, they're, they're eight. You they're know, able to make their Charles own decisions. Charles Walt with who? Was that? You know, I mean, you just leave the child and go on the ride yourself if you're a single parent with one kid. You know, you, you can't yeah, just okay. leave them. Yeah. And the, the cast members are not there to babysit your kids while you go on the ride. No, you, you can't That's do that. That's very true. You can't do that. No. Hmm. Stephen, you make you make a very good point. Very good point. It's always like the British guys that make us look bad. Well, they, that's they only are on smarter. geography, Joe. <laughs> All right. So, does good anyone else have anything to add? Another uh, nighttime uh, parade. You mean Magic a Kingdom. nighttime parade? A nighttime parade, yes. Yeah, because there's That's nothing it. right oh, now. Yeah, no explanation, no no uh, examples, just a nighttime parade in Magic Kingdom. Give us paint the night. It won't work. Could you take Festival Fantasy and add lights to it? Because I love that parade. I was Grand Marshal of that parade. That was fun. That's awesome. I mean, seriously, like, would that be acceptable to you guys if they took Festival no. Fantasy and moved it to night? Add nope. some lights. Nope. Because imagine that dragon with the fire at night. That's bad how cool that would be. Yeah, no, that that'd be cool, but I you still need a daytime parade. So why why are you gonna phone it in and just add? Well, LED do lights? a daytime and nighttime version. No, you no, absolutely not. I'm not gonna see the same parade with just special lights on it. Well, here's the deal: the parade's at three o'clock. Three o'clock comes around. I'm in my hotel room taking a nap or drinking beers or in the pool. So or doing all me, the same. Me, Yes, exactly. Or give me give me a time to say, hey, either go to the nighttime version or the three o'clock version. So it disperses the cat. There you couch. go. You know, no. it's the same thing. It's a bit like phantasmic, isn't it? You know, two showings of that. Well, when they did uh, Spectre Magic and the Main Street Electrical Parade, there were two showings of that. You can't do. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they did two showings within minutes, or right. well, not minutes, but hours no, no, of each no. other. Two you hours. You can't do that. You can't do 
um, the the three o'clock parade. I I just lost the name of it. Festival of Fantasy. Yeah. Right. Um, that close together. Why the not? Par- it's too big. It's literally too big of a parade to to get done that close to. So you so you can't do a three o'clock parade and then do a nine o'clock parade. Well, no, I'm talking about two parades at night. No, because <laughs> you you're gonna you need two parades at well you don't need I want two parades at night mm-hmm. um, to allow for a greater flexibility in seeing this stuff because generally they did one before the fireworks and then on nights that they were open later they did one two hours after the fireworks the fireworks right. are at nine they had one at uh, eleven right. it was like a parade hour later fireworks and an hour later yeah parade or not even it was a parade castle show fireworks. Two hours parade, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because that allows a lot of the crowds to to dissipate a little bit. But and at least, I... go ahead. Sorry, Chuck. Go ahead. No, no, I, I don't, I don't know. But at least they have they have the uh, floats to do something. They have. I don't even care about they having the, them having the floats. They have the ability to do whatever they want. They're charging twenty four dollars a night for a parking spot. They can build mm-hmm. floats. Yeah, but it's it's the want to. They have the ability to. They don't want to. If they wanted to, they would have already done it at this point. That's my thought. Joe's tired of uh, our thoughts. I just I um, love Festival of <laughs> Fantasy. So any other parade is just kind of like, eh. I, 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 I enjoy I, Festival of I Fantasy. It's very great. I, honestly, I do like one parade a day. Like, I, I'm not a huge parade guy. For some reason, that parade just I like it. But like everything else, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's you know, it's you take it or leave it. I can take it or leave it. Yeah, like the move it, shake it one they had. Like I don't know if they still have it or not. Like I'm, I passed. No, it. they yeah. still have it. It's four yeah. times a day. Yeah, that one I'm just like, eh. But like Festival Fantasy, I just I kind of dig it. Like the soundtrack, I the like move the it, shake it, road, like the roadblock. There's just a lot of cool things about it, but you know, it's something I can yeah. I uh, I don't know. I think. I don't even know if it, Disney needs another nighttime parade. They need more parades in other places because it's just at Magic Kingdom yeah. right now. Because you think about it, yeah. they've not no get anything at Epcot. You know, we are the promenades. They don't have anything enough. anywhere else. They used to have the Mal- yeah, uh, tapestry, parade, of tapestry of Nations. Is that what they used I to call that. it? Absolutely loved it, and it goes right the way around World Showcase. But no. I don't think I don't think it's big enough. The promenade was there enough. Well, well, that was a huge issue with that. So, I mean, especially with their uh, you know festivals, uh, eleven months out of twelve. Yeah. Let Let's cut down even more of that promenade. So, with that being said, now it's your turn. Tell us what you would like to see Disney add in the parks. You could do so. At our, do we have an email address? I think we have an email address. Dave monitors the email address. Uh, at our dudes. email, at our Twitter, gmail.com. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, th- thank God <laughs> I don't normally host these shows. Um, also, you could find us on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes and tell us what you would like to see Disney add to the parks. So, let's find out where. Or if you have a personal problem with what Joe said, you can uh, find him on Twitter. At where, Joe? At Joe Quack. Find me on Instagram at Joe Quack. And also at the DVC Roundtable over at the Resort Loop Podcast. Which I will not answer any of the hate mail over there. So <laughs> <laughs> He may. Stephen, where can we find you? SJM Disney. 
and Stephen Maxwell on Facebook. Kyle? <laughs> what? Where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, right here and uh, Instagram, TurkeyLeg01 and DizPipe. And the uh, Mickey Dudes YouTube channel. Yeah. I'll, I'll, start, I'll start the thing back up here soon. I gotta be honest, I enjoy those uh, those chats with Kyle. Fireside chats with Kyle. Been very busy lately, so I'll start back up here pretty soon. I look forward to it. You could find me on Twitter at Chuck in the Chat, and you could find all of us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Mickey Dudes. Yep. Is that right? Did I get it right? Oh, I got it right. Sure. All right. The Mickey look at Dudes, that. Mickey Dudes, whatever. Normally by this you. point I tune out Dave because he's talking about pizza or water or a river for some reason. I don't know. But with that being said, thank you all for tuning in and have a very, very good night. Bum 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 You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.